Well, I just need to cross the state line into West Virginia to start my retreat. So I'm spending the weekend in St. Clairsville, Ohio. <laughs> I read the gospel for this weekend, and it reminds me of a story that I am convinced came from the Holy Spirit. It goes like this. As with all good stories, it begins once upon a time. Once upon a time, there was a young king who lived in a land that was full of peace and prosperity. He had four dukes who assisted him in running the country. Well, this young king fell in love with a neighboring princess, and it was a glorious wedding. The next day, the king decided to go hunting with his four dukes, but he did not know that they intended to kill him. After that was done, word went back to the castle, and the new queen fled back to her home and her father, another king. Almost immediately, <clears throat> the four dukes decided to fight one another for the right to be the new king. They fell to fighting among themselves, and that embroiled the entire kingdom. The war went on for years. None of the four could gain an advantage over the others. The only time they would band together was when a neighboring invader thought he could take advantage and win the whole kingdom. But as soon as that was over, they began to fight among themselves again. Well, there was a holy man who wandered about the country, striving to bring about peace. One particular time he came up over a hilltop and saw in the valley the remnants of a battle. The dead were still laying in the field. <clears throat> he looked up and saw on the other side of the valley a war wagon being pulled by two horses just disappearing over that hill, and he had a vision. One day there will come a man who is able to pull a cart made for two horses. That man, and only that man, will be our next king. Well, of course, the, all four dukes had to try, but none of them could make that size of a cart budge an inch. Meanwhile, the holy man kept proclaiming his vision around the entire kingdom. So the dukes decided to kill this holy man, too. They thought that might stop his vision from infecting the kingdom, but it did not. It continued to swell in the hearts of the people. More and more came to know the story and came to believe the truth that one man one day would end the wars. The dukes were afraid of this vision, so they outlawed any cart so big that it had to be pulled by two horses. They thought that would stop the vision from ever taking place. Then they discovered that an ox could pull a cart the same as two horses, so they outlawed ox carts as well. The reason given for the outlawing of those carts was that the bridges over the rivers had become brittle because no one had been able to maintain them during all the wars. And the wars continued unabated. After many years, there was a farmer from a neighboring kingdom who chose to sell his land and move his family to a kingdom on the other side of this war-torn land. He sold all he had and bought an ox cart. He got about three days into this land of the four dukes when soldiers stopped him. You can't cross this land in that big of a cart. It's against our laws. Why? The bridges are too weak, because we've had too much war. We've not been able to fix the bridges. But we crossed two rivers yesterday. The bridges are fine. It's against our law. And they killed the ox and proceeded to harass the farmer and his family. But over the hill behind the farmer came a woman riding a horse, with a young man walking beside her. The young man saw how the farmer and his family were being treated, and he ran to their defense and killed all but one of the soldiers, who ran off. The young man helped the farmer to butcher and prepare the ox. 
they added the meat to the cart. The farmer and his family were still in trauma, and he asked the young men, Now what are we to do? The young man's answer was not in words, but in action. He stepped in behind the yoke, bent down, and picked it up. Then he just started walking, pulling the cart. About this time the soldier who had escaped returned with reinforcements. Some of those soldiers remembered the holy man's vision. They shouted, The king has come! Word began to spread around the kingdom that the king had come. All four of the dukes got on their war horses and galloped to the scene. Providentially, they all arrived at the same time. They looked at the young man, then looked at the woman riding the horse. They recognized the young man. He had to be the son of the king they killed. And the woman was the queen. One of the dukes drew his sword and killed himself. Another of the dukes turned his horse and galloped out of the kingdom, never to be heard from again. The other two dukes dismounted and stood before the king. One of these two, two went down on the knee and said, My king, I am sorry. I helped to kill your father. Can you forgive me? The young man, the young king, exclaimed, Of course I forgive you. Join me. The young man could hardly believe what he had just heard, but he jumped up and joined the king on his right. The fourth duke now saw his chance. One was dead, one had run away, one had given in. Now he could strike and take the kingdom. He drew his sword and swung back for the death blow against the new king. I will not serve! But he could not bring himself to swing his sword. He looked at the young king and drew his sword above his head. A final downward stroke would kill the king. But with a loud shout, he buried his sword in the ground all the way to the hilt, right at the foot of the new king. And he stood, and with a strong kick he broke his sword, leaving most of it in the ground, and almost before the hilt could hit the ground, he was on his knees, gathering up what was left of his sword. Staying on his knees, he said, This was the sword that killed your father, and I was the one who swung it. It will never be used again and he dropped the hilt in the dust, but did not stand. He did not dare to look at the king. He said, Can you forgive me too? The young king, still holding the ox yoke, and now surrounded by a huge crowd, shouted, Of course I forgive you! Join me! <laughs> and the crowd erupted with a joyful shout. The duke could hardly believe what he had just heard. But he joined the young king. And the young king started walking, pulling the cart. There were so many people around that sometimes the dukes had to steady the ox yoke. But the new king was the one doing all the work. In our gospel this weekend, Jesus said, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. So which of these dukes are you? Some people will be in total despair and be like the first duke who killed himself. Some will be like the second who turn and run from Jesus. Few will be like the third who abandon themselves entirely and immediately to the authority of Jesus. Unfortunately, most of us, at least it is true for me, are like the fourth duke, who at times wants to fight against the king. But we see the truth, that we cannot be king. Only Jesus can reign. We must yield. So I ask you again, which duke are you? Oh, and about the farmer and his family? He decided to settle in the new king's kingdom. <laughs> and his daughter married the king.
and you guessed it. They lived, they all lived happily ever after.